0: hello everyone uh welcome to another uh in- installment of uh, gaming leisures podcast uh, our voice podcast my name is john cash Philippi, and uh, we're starting a leadership series uh where we're going to be talking to a lot of the gnl board members and uh just getting their thoughts on leadership and how they got into their positions uh today we're going to be talking to the senior vice president of it for cordish gaming uh, his name is frank bonini and uh we're going to get his insights on what a good leader is, what they think a good leader is and a little bit more about how they how they ended up growing or how he ended up growing into the position he's in currently. Uh, before we do that uh, I do need to uh, give a little shout out to our sponsor for today's show, SSI POS. Uh, if you're looking for a POS partner that offers all in-house services including development and 24-7, 365. Live domestic support looked no further than Signature Systems Incorporated, home of SSIPOS, the top-rated casino point-of-sale system. With all integrations, comprehensive menu management, no hardware lock-in, and an array of solutions that include guest-empowered kiosks, Signature Systems, winner of the Innovation Award in the 2022 Gaming, Alleg- Gaming and Hospitality Industry Awards, is your one-stop shop for technology innovation. Learn more at ssipos.com. Now, on a personal note: if you do, if you are in the area looking for a good POS system, this is a great option. Give Mike Nardi and those guys a call; all oh, they'd be happy to talk to you. So, without any further ado, I'm gonna turn it over to Frank Bonini. And if you, Frank, if you could tell everybody a little bit about yourself.
1: Well, thanks, John. Um, so, my name is Frank Benini. Uh I am uh, an IT professional, been in the business for a little over 40 years. i uh, worked for some major players outside the casino industry before I ever got introduced to gaming. I worked for uh, Digital Equipment Corporation, uh, Microsoft, and uh, a number of other companies. Uh, and uh, in the early 2000s, uh, came into uh, the casino industry and brought the uh, a lot of what I had learned there uh, I'm a developer um, at, you know in terms of where where my my passion lies right is in development um, but over the years just uh, learning more and more and getting involved also in other facets of IT have just uh, uh, really grown to just love technology in general and that's why I do what I do.
0: Great, and yeah, for the audience out there, me and Frank actually worked together on some projects in the past, and uh, it's uh, been very fulfilling. And trust me, when he says he's a developer, he is being modest. He is the <laughs> developer, uh, and he's a, a, incredible, incredible leader uh, as well. So, and that's why um, I I, have, so I wanted him to be one of the first people we talked to in the leadership series. Uh, so, Frank, tell us what do you believe makes
1: a great leader well john thank you first of all for for saying all the nice things i, I very much enjoyed the projects that we worked on together that was great fun um what makes a great leader that, that that that's a really it's a really good question um i've seen so many different leadership styles as you know i've come up in my career and um it's hard to pin down just one or two things that make a great leader. Right. I think number one, you've got to have, um, you've got to, you've got to know something about what's going on in your, in your industry. You can't be somebody who, who came out of the blue from someplace that had nothing to do with, you know, where you're working now and expect to be effective. It's very hard to get the team to respect you that way. And it, it can be different, it, it, difficult. So, I think one of the things is, is being well-rounded in, in your space. Um, Another is having compassion for, uh, you know, for people. Um, I did not tend to be the most compassionate guy as I was coming up in my career. Right. And that was something that was a, that was an acquired skill for me Um, before I was a leader. I was, I was someone who never wanted to be a leader and uh, I felt, uh, you know, that I could be more of an asset on the technology side, but, uh, but leadership has is, is, is actually become something I enjoy quite a bit. Um, listening is extremely important. Um, actually caring about the, um, the careers of, of your direct reports, right? Being, being comfortable and, and willing to, to grow people. Uh, another thing that makes a great leader, I think is understanding that you don't know everything. Um, being able to surround yours. This is one of the things, John, I've always been impressed with you. You, you and I have talked about this is that it's building the team and, and being able to build a a solid team, I think is, is a a really important thing to do because no one person can do it all.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely, uh, been very lucky and some of the people I've I've got in uh, to work with me. Um, and, you know, that's that makes it more fulfilling, for I think, for everyone, is when you can have a team that syncs together and listens to each other and actually provides their piece of the puzzle and really wants to be there. And uh, that's uh, fantastic. Uh, I guess my other question to that then is, who really inspires you? I mean, who who really kind of brings bring, – Brings it out of you
1: in terms of i mean let me let me qualify that question a little bit are you talking about like who inspired me to emulate a style or are you talking about who inspired inspires me now to continue to try to be a great leader to continue to try no. to be a great leader okay really it's it's my team right i feel like i owe that to them um they are an incredible group of people um i just I feel blessed to have the team that I have. Uh, They have never let me down. Um, We work together collaboratively. Uh, It's always, we always have fun working together. And I think that's just what inspires me to continue um, to try to be someone that they not only respect, but that they enjoy working with, Um, and someone who can actually help them be more effective in what they do. Um, I, I feel like that's the prime. My primary job is to make sure they can do their job, right. May it remove obstacles and and allow them to succeed. Uh, and that that's really what I pattern my style on.
0: Excellent. Well, did you,
1: I, did you decide to become a leader? I mean, did you make a path or were you kind of thrust into it? No, as, as I mentioned, it was like one of the last things I thought I would really be interested in doing. Right. Um, I, I was the technologist. Technologist. I loved technology. I loved writing code. Uh, I loved watching uh, customers use systems I built. Uh, it was all about the technology for me. Um, the leadership came later, and as um, as I became more senior and opportunities opened themselves up, um, there it became obvious that that was the right direction for me to go in because I could be more effective taking the skills that I had learned and helping coach others to become more effective in their skills and, and overall make a bigger contribution to, you know, the company that way. Um, while i never thought i wanted to do that there was a time when all of a sudden there was a void that needed to be filled and i kind of got tapped to fill the void and and that it was really the beginning of it for me and and uh and I, I really never looked back it was it was a it was a good move it took me a little while to get comfortable with it but um it was a good move yeah i think they say that the uh was it the
0: uh Crossroads of, or it's the uh, opportunities where uh, our luck is where opportunity and readiness cross, and uh, you know it's uh, just one of those situations where it it seems like luck and it never is. You're right. ready for it, and right uh, uh, now, as a new leader, when you were coming up into that position or thrust in that position, what? What advice did you receive that would help you, you, know, help you get better?
1: <laughs> Very little. Um, <laughs> a lot of it, um, there, there wasn't a whole lot of like direct advice. It was really more, I was fortunate in, in a couple of cases in, in leadership positions to have good mentors. Um, And I could go to those people and, and they could help me help me understand more about the leadership parts of, of my role. So in, in terms of actual advice, um, that I was given, uh, it's a tough one, John, because there just, there just wasn't a lot, right? A lot of it was, you just sort of had to fend for yourself, um, you know the the environment that I'm talking about. You you're also familiar with, and and there just wasn't a lot of guidance. So you just sort of needed to figure it out and make it work. I don't necessarily mind working in an environment like that. I think uh, you know the less those lessons are hard lessons to learn, but you don't forget them, and um, you know they they can really be transformative in how you do things um, going down the road. Uh, so I don't I don't know that I actually received any really solid advice, except on, I would say, the team building side, right? Um, the Probably the most important thing was hiring for fit uh, ahead of skills, right? I can teach skills. I can't teach you to be a good person. That's your mom and dad's job, okay? Um, so, and that's something that I practice to this day. Uh, I, I involve... Um, my team members in interview processes. I would never just hire someone and bring them in the organization and surprise everybody and say, Hey, look, here's, you know, Fred and he's your new boss. No, that's not going to happen. So um, it's important, I think, to, to do those things. And, and that was really not direct advice. It was more taught by example, I would say. So cool.
0: No, that's perfect.
1: <laughs> uh, you
0: know, it's leadership. There's no right or wrong answer, no matter how right. you look at it. You know, it's, you know, I mean, uh, and that kind of brings me into the next question. It's kind of a good segue to that because when it comes to leadership style and, you know, there's different types of leadership styles. And I can just very simply say my leadership style has changed so much over the years. And it sounds like you uh, you were talking about how you had a kind of a really, you know, autocratic style at the beginning it had to move into different styles what style do you think you're at now or uh working with
1: i don't know that i could pin it down to um a single word that describes the style right um i think if if i were looking at um how i do things today i would i would probably say it's more a combination of I'm going to say visionary, but that makes it sound like I have all the ideas. I don't have all the ideas. I have ideas, but so do other people in the group. So in addition to presenting my ideas, I also am someone who will, you know, make sure that the dialogue stays open. I want everybody's ideas, right? I can't I can't think of everything. And, and I want the team to be, I want the team to have skin in the game. So visionary to an extent but also smart enough to know I can't possibly have all the answers. Um, also more of a coach, I think. Um, I mentioned earlier that uh, we do like to grow from within as much as possible. And um, I love being able to work with, with team members and just sorta, and, and help them grow and watch the results of that. That ended up being far more rewarding for me than I had ever thought possible. Um, to to see that you know I could have a positive impact on on other people like that, and it's one of the reasons I remained a leader instead of instead of rolling back into um, a technical role. Um, I've also been exposed to styles that you know they say you can learn something from anybody, right? Well, sometimes what you learn is what not to do, um, <laughs> and and you know obviously there have been a lot of styles that I've been exposed to in the past that helped me form who I am now and remembering how I felt in those environments, promising myself, I would never make my team feel that way. Right. So, um, so I think really that those are the two big ones. It's, it's, it's coaching and then helping to form an enterprise vision so that, so that we can all, um, you know, do what's right for the business and move everything forward.
0: Yeah no i i think it's great i think that you you're absolutely correct when you say visionary cuz you are quite the you create a good catalyst which i think is where i always uh, determine visionary uh okay. leadership is just that catalyst person i throw a great vision out there and say let's go get it um right. yeah and from what uh my experience with you obviously i think that you you're you hit the nail on the head um and, uh, you know, coaching, definitely, because you, <laughs> you used to love watching run your teams, uh, you know, uh, especially, uh, well, that's a for, story for another day. Yes. Uh, <laughs> when we're not on camera and doing a there show. There you go. Um, but uh, there was some, there's some fun things. Um,
1: I'll tell you, I'll tell you one of my favorite uh, just memories about when we were working uh, together at, at the property in Atlantic City the first time. Um, when I became the executive director uh, and just the the feedback I got from the team where, you know, it, it almost felt like a call center. You walk out of the office and all of a sudden everybody's like, hey, can I ask you a question? I'm like, yeah, sure. So that's kind of an example of what I mean where, you know, I could be sitting in that office doing nothing but writing code, or I could be out there with the group, right, and able to affect and help Five people get their job done quicker. What's better for the company, right? It's 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 not necessarily me sitting there pounding out C-sharp. So as much fun as that is. <laughs>
0: uh, so I guess what do you see as your own personal secret sauce that helps you with this? I mean, there's, there's something that, I mean, when you come in in the morning and you got to dig in and you're like, okay, you gotta, there's some secret sauce in there um, that
1: uh, overrides everything else
0: in your, you know, is it like what,
1: you know, how how do I, how do I, how do I engage? What is it that, that keeps me interested and, and, and really just kind of makes me want to continue doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Okay. Um, In the end, it all does come back to the technology, Right. I love the application of technology to real world problems. Uh, one of my favorite systems I ever built was the energy management system for that tower in, in Atlantic city. And it was because here is an opportunity for me to write some code that can actually affect things in the real world in a positive way. And I, that was just a blast to do. It it was, it was awesome. So, um, now it's about hey here's a great idea let's talk about this you know uh let i don't know chris came up with a great idea here's how i think we it could be beneficial for us so let's whiteboard that out let's figure out how that how that's going to go and 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 how can we incorporate that into the operation of whatever particular department it's going to it's going to benefit the call center table games whatever and just seeing that come to fruition right and, and seeing the positive impact. And, and then obviously, as leaders, we all get to see the numbers. and I can see the numbers change now. Look, that number changed because of what we did. That's really exciting stuff. So um, that's really that's really what keeps me engaged is just the ability to have that positive impact. Also you know we're we're very fortunate at Cordish that that we we have the ability to grow even in times like this i mean we're we're going to be opening our fourth casino so now a whole brand new casino project is coming up um that stuff just really gets me excited as you know uh openings are a whole different animal um it's it's a very different kind of project but uh certainly no less challenging than any other technical Project right. So being able to see a new a new property start up and then just being there for the grand opening and stuff like there's 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 that's a very very satisfying feeling and I, I just I just love doing that and repeating that is is awesome.
0: Yeah, I know. I I agree hundred percent. As a matter of fact, there's a big difference in adding or changing a system uh, to creating and building a casino. The the energy levels different the uh the staffing it up putting it together it's just it's it, there's nothing quite like it and um definitely anyone that's never done it needs needs to try it because it is a great time hard time you will not you're you know 20 hours a day seven days a week but it's a uh, it's definitely satisfying
1: so I, I think i told you this story actually i the reason i wanted to open a casino was because in my first casino, everybody was telling me how they would never want to do it again. But then everybody describing their experiences going through that opening, everything I was hearing sounded really cool. So I'm like, so you would never want to do that again? I want to do it at least once. So you know, now I've done it, what, four, six, this will be my fifth or sixth casino. I know that's nothing compared to a lot of people in the industry, but for me, I never thought I'd open one. So having six is, is, is a lot of great, a lot of, a lot of great fun, a lot of great memories, just awesome teams to work with. And, uh, and, uh, you know, when you got a billion dollar thing come to life in front of you, that's, like I said, that's, that's a reward right there.
0: But that must make us sick people. I
1: guess. <laughs> maybe, maybe, but it's okay. There, there are worse kinds of sick to be. Yes.
0: <laughs> um, so any advice you might have for someone who's, uh, you know, who's new to leading a team, uh, and, uh, who, who's just thrust into it like you were.
1: <laughs> um, relax really, I think is the first thing. Um, make sure that you're comfortable doing what you're doing. Make sure your team sees that interact with your team, be there for your team. Um, let them lead, right? With your guidance, allow them to, to stretch, uh, don't create an environment that, that stifles creativity or doesn't allow someone to express their opinion. Um, I had a conversation with one of my people the other day, we were talking about a, uh, a particular system and, and she, she said something to me about, well, yeah, but, you know, I heard blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, who said that? And she's, well, I don't want to get anybody in trouble. And I'm like, well, you should know me well enough by now to know that I'm not asking you because I want to get this person in trouble. If it's an incorrect perception, I just want to correct the perception. And she's like, you know what? You're right. And then she just kind of told me everything. I want my team to feel that way. Right? And, and that's the, that's the environment I would encourage other leaders to try to um, create, you know, something where your team is comfortable, have an open door policy. My people all know they can come to me anytime. Doesn't matter. You know, I'm not encouraging people to skip their manager to do things, but if they want to come by and say hi, or they want to brainstorm an idea, I'm there. I'm all about that. And I'm happy to have those conversations. So um, just be available. I've seen you know, executive suites that are behind locked doors and nobody can get in without making an appointment. And I never, never wanted to be in, in a situation like that. I want to be out there so that, uh, you know, so that people can interact with me whenever they choose to. Um, so I, I mean, that, that's really what I would, that I would tell people who are interested in emulating a style like mine anyway. Um, and just, you know, be the example uh i had a lot of great examples uh i had some not so great examples but like i said you can learn something from anybody so
0: (laughs) that's great frank and uh great insight into leadership and we really appreciate you being on the show today uh thank you uh for giving us something definitely some food for thought and some things to uh to work with um
1: thanks for coming on the show well, thank you, John. It, it was a pleasure, and I uh, hope to be able to do it again about other interesting topics. <laughs> it would be a pleasure. Uh,
0: this is John cash with Gaming and Leisure Voice, and uh, we've been talking with Frank Boniti, uh, the Senior Vice President of IT over at Cordish. Have a great, great day.